Welcome to another episode of the Book Fix Podcast, where we can fix your lives one book at a time. I'm your host, Yehida. And I'm your host, Chelly. And the year is quickly coming to its end. Chelly, how are you doing with your Goodreads reading goal? <laughs> why are you asking me first? <laughs> uh, because I just, you know, why would I just bring it up without, like, you know, I just feel like that'd be rude if I just brought up my reading goal. <laughs> Because, you know, I don't want to, like, gloat or anything. I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> okay, This okay. isn't a bragging sesh. Not okay, yet, I, anyway. <laughs> I just want to say that when mm. this year started, I had my reading goal at 100. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I'm shooting oh, too did high. You? Yeah. I was like, I'm shooting too high. The stars, they're like mm-hmm. they're unattainable for me. I know it was a little, it was a little sad. You know, it was a very sad day. So I ju- very <laughs> pessimistic. I changed it to fifty because I was like, that makes more sense uh-huh. with like my work life and everything. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. then I started to read more. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to change it to seventy five because I could do it. I believe in myself. So I changed uh-huh. it, but now I pushed myself again. <laughs> And I changed yep. it back to a hundred, and I kind of regret it. <laughs> See, I I knew you would. See, it's because Chelly is the type of person where sh- you love to stretch yourself so thin. You literally no, I don't give yourself <laughs> so much work. Like your workload generally is a lot, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I can do that too. I can totally do this too. Like it's totally fine." And I just mean that generally, not just with reading. Wait, can I just and- say? Can I say something? This? No. Uh, yes, <laughs> okay. Were, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that was dumb of me to even say. <laughs> Shut up. <just> go. <laughs> but this week that just passed was mm-hmm. one of the toughest weeks that I've ever had. Like work wise, reading wise, like everything. Yeah. It was really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally I didn't even hear from you. I was like, oh, she's she's going through it. <laughs> I really was. Remember that message I sent you where I was like, here's my life. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated it though because I like knowing what's happening with you. Because <laughs> so I, sorry. it was, it was radio silence for a while. It was a whole week. I um, have a very busy job, so I couldn't like. I would get out of work at six p.m. and then I would get home at eleven p.m. because I would have to do errands after work. And it was like that all week. And then errands, I would have to wake up at 5 Errands that pertain to your work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't just like, you know, life errands. It was work errands. Yeah. So I was over here like going to every Michael's party city and Walmart. Like, where the fuck is a reindeer costume? <laughs> did you ever find uh, Christmas costumes, by the way? I did not. I found a Santa outfit. I found um, the Grinch or onesie. And I just mm-hmm. had to like improvise and i had to make my own reindeer outfits and they were so cute i'll send you a picture later (laughs) okay i'm excited to see it but my reading goal currently i have read 80 out of 100 books what how did you get to 80 i have been reading so many like you know how indie authors release a lot on kindle unlimited Uh uh-huh i've been reading a lot of like (laughs) one-offs 
Uh, Let me just say, they've changed Mm -hmm. my life. They're Mm -hmm. so funny. I love them so much. I'm going to make TikToks about them. So if you want to check out our TikTok, The Book Fix, T-H-E-B-O-O-K-F-I-X, I'm Uh like so in love with these stories. I've been referencing them to my sister. (laughs) Really? That's when you know it's real. But yeah, I'm going strong. I'm going to read a lot these next few days. But do you ever get that Mm -hmm. feeling that like after you read a story, even if you like or dislike it, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of hard uh-huh. to jump into another one because you're like, wait, I'm still thinking still about on that Marcus. Story? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> dude, it's so hard, especially like with what we do with us having to read new stories, you know, or at least make new videos weekly. Yeah. You know, with our schedule. But sometimes it's so hard for me to just like do one book and then completely change the whole genre and do another book. And it sucks too because sometimes we will not like what we're reading for the podcast, but we will read it because we have to for the podcast. And yeah, which we're still me. down. Like we're yeah, down I, to read things even yes. if we don't love them. And don't get me wrong, I still enjoy reading the ones I dislike. But it's harder to get through because you're like, my God, this dumb bitch. They just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Has not stopped. She's still being a dumb bitch. (laughs) What about you, though? Where are you at with your reading goal? Okay. So I think I was the opposite of you where when I had set the reading goal, I thought to myself, I really just don't want to overwhelm myself. I don't want this to feel like a chore. So whatever happens, happens, right? So... I think initially, I don't remember the exact number, but I think I had set my reading goal to like around 50. Mm -hmm. But then I got to it very quickly within the year. So I was like, okay, well, let me just change it. Well, I I think I changed it two more times. So I added 10, I think. So I was like 60. And then I changed it another time to like 75. Let me double check. Hold on. Please hold. Okay, I'll wait. Okay. So it looks like I had changed it. Let me say that again. So it looks like the last time I changed it, I changed it to 78, which I half passed. I am at 86 right now. But I've Mm. definitely taken kind of a pause from reading. I don't know, because I think last month I was reading a lot. Mm-hmm. And this month, I've just been way too busy, so I haven't really had a chance to read anything. So, yeah, oh, I, I I would love to get to 100, but I'm not really, like, you know, I'm not really trying to force myself to go through that journey. Because then I feel like I'm probably going to hate the books, you know, just out of resentment. I get, I get what you mean. Also, but, like, you are at 86, right? 86. Even then, I feel like you read such a more diverse, like, amount of books than I do that I'm, like, kind of jealous. Because I always see your name pop up on, like, the Goodreads profiles. And it's like, oh, she just started this one. And I'm like, oh, damn. I thought you just started (laughs) another one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I know which one you're talking about. I I try to to go into different genres. Are you talking about the fact that I was... I'm reading the death of Jane Lawrence. Yes, because yes. it's like a like a more of a gothic, not really gothic, gothic, but like a mm-hmm. horror mystery kind of thing, kind of vibe. Yes, I try I to do different genres because I don't want to get too bored. I don't know if bored's the right way to say it, but um, 
I think yeah. when I when I really when I really love a romance, it's hard for me to jump into another romance. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It's nice to like open up like the type of content that you consume too. Cuz you never know, yeah. you might find something else that you like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the last time that we filmed or the cu- last couple times that we filmed, it was my first time doing a graphic novel and that was fun. Dude, I'm so glad you love that. And I know, did. <laughs> talking about love. Why don't we talk about what we're going to read today? Which Okay. So, <laughs> interesting enough, I did not write a summary. Normally I we before we get into it, we give a brief summary of the books that we're going to talk about, which is yeah. kind of like spoiler free. It's mm. kind of like the baseline of what the story is about. So, first time that I'm going to try to give a summary of something that I didn't like write beforehand, unless you have a summary written up. No, I don't, but I'm trusting your dome. I feel like it's in your mind right now. You've been holding <laughs> it since you finished dome? reading the book. Yeah. <laughs> Dome. I feel like I haven't heard that in so long. I say that a lot. <laughs> Do you? I say it at work a lot. <laughs> my dome? Oh yeah. my gosh. She, are you calling her big? No, it's just your dome piece. We all have a dome piece. I know, but it just sounds like <laughs> hollow and big. <laughs> it's like those like you knock and you can hear like the echo. <laughs> No, literally. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give a super brief summary of The Darkest Minds by Alexandra Bracken. This is our second book from Alexandra Bracken, our first one being Lore. Mm -hmm. And not to go, you know, too into it. We didn't exactly love it. (laughs) No, no, we didn't. Some would say it was our favorite read of, oh my God, was it? It was last year, huh? Of 2021. Season one of Story and Things, rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Thank you. Okay, so The Darkest Minds is essentially a dystopian YA book where there's something going on with the children. You know, <laughs> these kids dropping like flies. Jesus. <laughs> Don't laugh. You're gonna make I'm sorry. Laugh. It's just like, it's so dark. <laughs> it's called The Darkest Minds, Jelly. <laughs> anyway, and so our main character, Ruby... Uh, she kind of is also dealing with this sickness that's going around with the children. I think she first gets it. I think they all get it at 10 years old. So our main character gets it. And because she has this illness, they get taken away into like these camps where shit happens pretty much and so this book we're just going through what exactly is going on with the children and what is the government trying to do about it that was a pretty good summary that's basically the whole book i felt like i did a horrible (laughs) job no i mean it is like you said it's a dystopian ya that's pretty Mm self-explanatory um go read it if you're really interested it's um a cult classic apparently (laughs) <laughs> um, this book was big when we were younger, but I ne- I didn't read it. I never heard about it. Wait, really? Yeah, I never heard about it. And I was a little shocked to figure out that it had like a series. Yeah, and it has a movie as well. 
Did you watch the movie? Um, I did not. I was going to before we uh, talked about this. I'm so sorry. I came not prepared. Wait, did you watch it? <laughs> I didn't watch the movie, I but I did watch someone else reacting to it. So I feel like I was there with her. <laughs> I was there. So, so technically, yes, we watched the movie. So, <laughs> now is the favorite part. Oh, sorry, our favorite part of the episode mm-hmm. where we guess what the other person would rate the book. So Chelly and I, we don't like to discuss the stories that we talk about because it keeps, you know, things a little bit spicy. <laughs> um, we also don't really want to influence each other yeah. on how we rate the yeah. books. So should I guess first? <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Go ahead. Okay, so... Um, we have already been introduced to Alexander Bracken before, and like I, yeah, yeah, and like I already mentioned, Chelly loved that book. Like, whoa, no, she's actually getting a tattoo of that book. I'm actually reading lore right right now. (laughs) (laughs) Lore in one hand, the darkest minds in the other, (laughs) and I'm just Um, like soplando to like make the pages turn. (laughs) She says she's blowing so that the page will turn. Aww, translating. Love that. You're welcome. But, okay. Uh, it's so hard for me to guess for you. I swear to God. So I'm just going to go with, like, my gut feeling, okay? Like, okay. I think that you didn't really enjoy this book overall. I feel like maybe you you wanted to go in open mind, right? Mm. Unbiased. But I feel like the story itself maybe wasn't the most... Mm, <laughs> I don't want to be mean. Um, <laughs> maybe it wasn't the most captivating, you know? Especially because you, you're reading so many books right now. So I don't know yeah. I mean, so how busy. much you could... Exactly. So I'm going to guess that you would give it a 1.5. Whoa. Okay. That's a very low guess. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I I did want to add to what you were saying. Just to mention my relationship with Alexandra Bracken, because, you know, we go way back. I was the (laughs) one in season one of our podcast that recommended that we talk about lore for the podcast yes you did and i will never forget it (laughs) and you know it sucks too because that was one of the first books i remember recommending and a series of for the the podcast series of all the books i did recommend that fucking suck (laughs) yeah you had a lot of misses in the beginning Oh, thank you. I'm glad it it didn't continue. It did make for funny episodes, though. But- <laughs> no, it, it really did. I mean, and I think it was it was definitely an experience. Yeah, and I was so disappointed that lore wasn't, you know, good. So mm-hmm. saying that, I think um, you also went in with an open mind, open heart, open arms. I would even say. <laughs> Oh, I was actually. Thank you. Because this series is compared a lot to um, the Shatter Me series. Um, Yes. And that's actually why we also kind of wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Because if you remember back in our lore episode, we had made a joke that one of them was copying the other. Oh, yeah. So we 
Yeah, and I don't even know if we kept it in, but we were literally looking up, okay, which one came out first? <laughs> mm-hmm. and- but I feel like I feel like the um the premise isn't exactly like original. No offense to both The Darkest Minds and Shatter Me. I just feel like it's something, you know, that we've seen a lot. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like just to say this now, both of them made that premise their own. So I wouldn't say yeah. these are like carbon copies of each other. But no, keeping yeah, that in mind that you really loved Shatter Me, I feel like Ugh. that type of premise you like. And mm-hmm. I think you have, I don't know, this is just me taking a wild guess because I've never really asked you. But I think you like it when it's like an action with a heroine. Like when it's action and has like a really, really strong heroine. And I think you love the main character. I'm just, that's my guess. I think you love both guy characters, which I don't know. I haven't read the second one, but I feel like it's going to be a love triangle. But I feel like you love all of those. (laughs) Between who? Wait, what? (laughs) Me, her, and Chubbs. (laughs) No, 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 no. But okay, I feel like you like all the characters. That's what I'm trying to get at. I don't think that you liked how this was written. And I Mm. think that it fell flat for you. Okay. Um, And because of that, I think you would give it a two. Okay. Okay. I was not expecting you to say a two. (laughs) I'm just kidding. A five. I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's not a freaking three. (laughs) My middle girl. This is so, like, unrelated, but I kind of related that I think is funny. Do you and your family ever play uh, poker Mm. together? A version of that, yeah. (laughs) Why? Okay, yeah, same, because I I feel like we don't play, like, the official version. The reason why I say that is because there's a part in the, the poker game that we play where we swap out, like, cards, where we give each other, like, a card. And they always give me twos. <laughs> so I'm like, this is literally Chelly always giving me threes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a safe number. That is a safe number. Um, oh my gosh. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. You know, we've had history with Alexander Bracken. Yes. So where should we start? Should we start with Ruby? Like, should we well, start with even, her origin story? Even before that. Even before that, mm. even before her origin, why don't we just start with her name? Just her name. Ruby? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's just me. I hate that name so much. I hate any rendition of that name. And what do you I mean? Like Ruby. What do you mean by? Gem, what do you mean by? Jewel. <laughs> anything like oh, that. I, oh, can't, okay. I can't stand it. Amethyst, opal. Yeah. I don't... Turquoise. We get it. You love crystals. (laughs) I don't know. I think... I love the name Ruby because shout out to the telenovela that raised me. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. She was a descarada, but like... (laughs) I... Okay. No, 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 no. You're thinking about it differently, though, because like the name Gem is... Not cute for me, for me, for me personally. Sorry for every gem, for every gem. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Sorry to every gem listening. (laughs) The one, but like Hema, 
or like Ruiz. Do you do you realize? <laughs> you realize that you always go on tangents of the names you don't like. Do I? <laughs> You do. When when uh, we were talking about Aaron, you were like, I hate that name. <laughs> okay, well, there goes all my notes for this book. That's all I fucking talk about. You're like, and I also hate the name Liam. Um. <laughs> Was we'll that your to, other we'll point? get to that, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. We'll get to that one later. Um, let's just focus on Ruby. <laughs> Ruby um, is not your ordinary girl. She's really No, she's not. And she's okay, there's a there's a mystery to this book though. Because in the book, these kids when they're in the camps, they are separated between colors. So it's the greens, the oranges, the reds, the blues, and the yellows. Yeah. And and the yellows are the electric ones. Obviously, this do we have to say it? They have superpowers. (laughs) So the yellows are the electric ones. I'm losing. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to add this to the front. Um, Just to mention the premise again, just to like reiterate, this is in a world where there's like a degenerative um, sickness going around that's only affecting children. So the government is like, if your kid is showing any of these symptoms, which is like a very general list of symptoms, it's like immediately Mm. send them to us. And so they do that and they get sent to these camps, which the public doesn't know about. They just think it's like a rehabilitation center. But like mm-hmm. Yahira was saying, it's where kids with abilities go and they get separated by colors. Go ahead. Okay. So the yellows are like electric powers. Mm-hmm. Um, the greens are more intelligence-based. The blues are telekinetic powers. The reds, I believe, they're they're kind of a mystery, but I believe it's just fire. Yeah. But they're deemed they're deemed as very dangerous, which I mean, I mean, fire is scary, but yeah, very dangerous. Mm. And the last one is the oranges, which they are like mind controlling. Yeah. And they are also deemed as very dangerous. So the government is. More so okay with all of the colors except orange and red. I mean, everyone is still punished, but they're also, like, killing off these kids because they don't want them to, you know, take over the world with these powers that they have. Exactly. So Ruby, at the age of 10, she accidentally uses her ability, which her ability is orange, so it is mind-based. And she manipulates the minds of her parents accidentally, sorry mom and dad, and makes them forget who she is. And she immediately Somehow. gets sent. Yeah, she immediately gets sent to uh Thurman, which is mm-hmm. um the government One of the camps. Yeah, the government camps. And she mm-hmm. immediately sees that those who have her power are labeled as very bad. So she kind of yeah. manipulates the the situation and fakes to be a green which is like the safer bet well because there's someone who's testing the children to see what color they would fit into and when she's getting tested she realizes like oh these people are really scared of oranges and so she's like you know what? i'm just gonna be a green and so she kind of like gets into this person's mind and that's how she's known to be a green but while she's in this camp 
she makes a friend, right? I think her name's Samantha. Samantha. Right? Yeah. And so the reason why I bring up Samantha is because she also accidentally gets into Samantha's mind because they were really close, but then something happened and then she kind of erases herself again from Samantha's mind. So because of these accidents that have happened now twice to Ruby, she's terrified. She's terrified of her own powers. Like she can't control them. She's scared of getting close to people. She's scared of touching people because she thinks that she's just going to zap their memory, well, her memories from their mind. And yeah. so that's pretty much like what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And so just to fast forward a little bit. So she lives at this camp for almost six to seven years. And yeah. it isn't like she's completely broken down as a person. She doesn't have a concept of time. She doesn't know how old she is. She knows very little. Um, but she does yeah. get broken out. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah, she does. And it's kind of crazy because the government is like they're kind of manipulating sound waves like they're making like these like really annoying buzzing sounds that is hurting people with certain abilities. And so they start hurting her that way or not just her, but the oranges. And so there is this, I don't know what, exactly what she is. I think she's like a nurse, a therapist. I don't know what she is. I forgot. But there's this lady who's there who realizes, oh, Ruby is, you know, being affected by this sound that she shouldn't be because she's a green. And so she kind of like helps her escape from Thurman. Yeah. I don't remember. But, Did she crash into her people immediately? So, yeah, because, so, the lady who's taking her away is also taking another orange, and this other orange, it's interesting to see them together, because obviously Ruby doesn't want to do, like, anything with her powers, because she's too afraid, but this other character, this guy, who is, I think, her age, he's so, like, evil about it, he's just like, yeah, if anyone ever thought that I was an orange, I would, like, manipulate somebody else's mind so that they would seem like an orange and therefore they would get like the punishment or they would be killed instead of him and it's just like like seeing the differences between ruby and you know someone who's like her and so she's being taken away and i think they're going to like a hotel so she's with the lady and then some guy and then a boy like her age and when she's at this hotel or at this area she notices a little girl and her name is Suzumi and she follows her because she, you know, she's, I don't know. I forgot why, but she just follows her. And mm-hmm. so she's like chasing after Suzumi. Poor Suzumi. I mean, I'm sure she was terrified, <laughs> but she's like chasing after her. And as she's chasing after her, she realizes, oh my God, like these guys, like the lady who saved her. And then the guy who was with that lady, they're kind of like shouting for her. And I'm pretty sure the guy was like, waving around a gun <laughs> and so yeah. she realizes like oh my god like he's he could possibly kill me because i'm not following orders and so she ends up sneaking into the back of a car with suzumi and then that's how she gets integrated into this other group which is the main group that she is a part of in this story so the first group that took her remind me if i'm wrong but they did tell her like you know it's hard for you to trust us, so we're gonna give you this panic button that, like, if yes. you click it, <gasps> yeah, like, would it contact the authorities? So it would contact that group. So that group 
were they wanted to take her to this camp of oh, what are they called? Children of the League of Children. I forgot what they're called. Yes, but pretty yes. much it's this like League of Kids where they're all powerful like her, and they're trying to pretty much start this revolution against the government. So it's like a safe haven, right? But they don't. She doesn't know that at this time, and so they want to take her there. And so they give her this like panic button, which I think is like a necklace, and they give it to her and they're like, so just press it and they'll be notified. Because I think it was the lady who took her who would be notified. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and immediately whoever's closest, we would go over there and save you, rescue, whatever. And so she was actually given two panic buttons. She was holding one, which she dropped, and then the other one was in her bag, I believe. And so that's how she still had a panic button with her. But she, like you said, she escapes in a van and ends up with another group, which is Zoo, which is the little girl, um, mm-hmm. Liam, and Chubbs. There's yeah. no one else, right? Nope, that's it. And so Suzumi is a yellow, Liam is a blue, and Chubbs, what is Chubbs? I thought he was a green. I don't remember. Is he a green? I don't remember. I don't remember either. He might be a green. I'm not sure. Or he might be nothing. Might be normal. He's just chubs. Yeah, he's in it for the fun of it. (laughs) He's just there. (laughs) But how did you feel about the group in the beginning? Um, I love chubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the nickname, but I love everything else that that man stands for. Um, well, the the nickname is supposed to be ironic because he's super skinny. I know. I still hate it though. It's so I, I don't like it. I don't like it either. But I feel like that makes it a little bit better because I was like, oh my god, they're literally calling him Chubbs. I love it. I love him. I love him. Like I thought he was a great character, and I think that team dynamic was really cool. Um, like I said, there's four of them in total. So we have Ruby, our main character, who she hasn't been outside in six years. So she's very untrusting, um, Mm -hmm. right off the bat. And she's super scared that they'll figure out what she is. And it's funny because to them, well, Chubbs is a little different, but to like Liam, it's like, oh my gosh, she's part of the team. We got to respect her, love her queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Zoo's the same way too, right? Well, Zoo doesn't speak ever, but she does seem like like she's glad that she's not the only girl anymore, right? Yeah, it's just. But Chubbs was Chubbs was super mean. Like in the beginning, he was just like, "We can't take her. Like she's just a stray." Like remember when you wanted to bring those stray cats and you told me no or whatever. It was, like, so mean because he really did not trust her from the very beginning. But I loved the dynamic because throughout the story, they're on, like, this very long road trip. And uh, they go through situations where they get stopped by authorities, where they have to protect themselves, where they have to use their powers. And through that, they, like, become a little family. And I fucking love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it is definitely found family even though at the end they're all separated (laughs) okay spoilers (laughs) oh yeah this episode's gonna have spoilers (laughs) but okay from what i understood um just like as a just a note 
I read this story while I was at work. Like I listened to the audiobook while I was at work. So I remember I remember the book, but it kind of gets a little, you know hazy. Yes. But it's Liam who basically tells her, like, hey, there's this person and her name is Lady Jane, right? Yes, yes, Lady Jane, yeah. And she's the big bad. Let's go kill that bitch. Not not no. word for word. <laughs> No, he's like saying how she's been hunting down Liam and somehow she just always finds him. So is that their entire road trip, just running away? Yeah, literally. So they're running away, but they're also hoping to find this safe haven that... um, Wait, now I'm confused. No, no, there's another safe haven, right? Because I'm sure there's multiple, but there's there was one. the first one, and then there's the one that's connected that uses the mark, but they color it black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they color yeah. it black. <laughs> yeah, so there is... Okay, so there's another safe haven that's unrelated to the League of Children. Mm-hmm. Kind of unrelated. That kind of they've related. heard of, that they're looking right. for. Um, but pretty much the reason why they are very trusting about it is because there is this person who is pretty much like saving children in these camps, right? And he's taking them to this safe haven. And so, uh, the group, Chubbs and Liam mainly are like, oh, we need to go to the safe haven so that we can stop running. And, Ruby is down because she thinks that through when she's in the safe haven or through this guy or whatever, like she can maybe hopefully find her grandmother. Yeah. So that's that's her motivation. And so the road trip is basically them going to this safe haven while also evading Lady Jane. But of course, Lady Jane, she fucking shows up everywhere. And so eventually uh, Ruby does save the team but in order to save the team she pretty much has to like reveal herself as an orange okay before they, we they've been calling her they've been calling her green, green this entire time it was I like know. she's like yeah she's totally. not green that's totally me it's like my favorite color right. too. you really think i'm a green <laughs> Thanks. Shut up. you think i'm a green you bitch oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no but before before we continue this story to me while I was reading this, I was so fucking down for a road trip when it started and it was just like, oh, you know, just sleeping in the couch, not the couch, sleeping in the cushions. And then her whole thing with like not touching people, really hard mm-hmm. to do in a fucking van. So like, <laughs> I, right? I was so down for this road trip aesthetic. Okay. But, <laughs> but the fact that it but was what? like 75% of the book. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of my thought too. Was that I couldn't believe how much time was spent in the van yeah, through this story. You I was there like, yet? you know what's funny? Because the first time I <laughs> you there, <yeah. laughs> the the first time I listened to this, I listened to it on an audiobook, mm-hmm. and I. I think I was also like I think I can't remember if I was at work or what the hell I was doing, but I was doing stuff, and so. Sometimes I would space out, and then I was like, wait, we're still in the car? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, no. we're still in the van? Dude, it's so funny because I don't know if I told you, but my where I work, I have my own workspace, but there's like a connecting door that connects to like the person next door. And she mm-hmm. came in while I was cleaning, 
And mm-hmm. she was like, wait, are you listening to The Darkest Minds? Like, she knew it. So, Oh, my like, God. What'd you say? I was like, yeah, I am. And she's like, are you enjoying it? And, you know, I'll talk about that later. But <laughs> that's a no. I, I had to. No, I had to ask her. I was like, I I'm listening to it. But, you know, I'm busy. Have they been in the car this whole time? Like, am I did I miss when they got off or has it just been? <laughs> Has did that they really even make a it? pit stop? <laughs> Wait, how do they go to the restroom? I need to know. These are questions I have. Like, I didn't I didn't know if I was missing something. It wasn't until no. they got off. I was like, oh, my God, fucking stretch your fucking legs. These people. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm feeling so cramped long. and I'm not there. I don't like that. I really dislike that that was a majority of the book. No, I, I agree 100%. It really threw me off. But I do appreciate the relationships between the characters because Ruby's relationship with all three of them, mostly Chubbs and Liam. Um, they're oh, her and Suzumi super, were really cute because she was like a big sister to her. She was like a big sister to her. Okay, I guess that's cute. <laughs> I don't remember that one much. I guess that one I kind of skimmed over. But, like, even then, even then, like, her relationship with all three of them is really well developed, I guess. Because I really liked her relationship with Chubbs. I thought it was really cute. get it. You love Chubbs. I do love Chubbs. (laughs) I thought it was really cute that, you know, they went from basically hating each other, not trusting each other, to, like, that one point where they both got really excited because they heard, like, that message for the safe haven. And Chubbs uh-huh. was like, oh, my God, I can kiss you. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, please She's don't. like, ugh, ugh, disgusting. <laughs> oh, but they were so good. And even, like, you know, he's not one to, like, put his, like, emotions out there. But anytime she was hurt, he would be like, please just, who's the president? Go. And she's like, what the fuck? Go. Who's the president? I'm asking you. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it was so... <laughs> so good he was like an older brother oh my god <laughs> thank you are you crying yeah <laughs> how did you feel about like the dynamic between the characters i really liked it i mean i didn't love chubbs as much as you did i thought i don't know his hmm. his like <laughs> skepticism was very annoying and i hated how i don't know like how mean he was to ruby like i understand the situation but at the same time it's like why are you so mean to her though you're gonna go to this safe haven you're obviously gonna be around a whole bunch of other strangers wait so wait, it's wait. Like- i just wanted to agree with you i wrote something down and i forgot i wrote it one thing i hate about chubbs and it's a really big thing <laughs> is the fact that his favorite book is watership down <laughs> i don't even know that book it's a required reading in fourth or fifth grade and it's basically a story about bunnies that fight and they fight really viciously and Uh it's like um i forget i forget the exact saying but the message is basically like if one person dies that's better because at least everyone else got to live you know so like one fallen one is not as bad than like you know an entire village falling 
And I hated uh-huh. that that was his favorite book because who the fuck knows that book? Who the fuck is like, oh my gosh, Watership Down? Are you on chapter three of that chapter killer? <laughs> like no one says I, that. That book's not even that good. I don't know the book, so I couldn't even relate to that. And I and I wanted to look it up, but I had no energy. So thank you oh for telling me that. Yeah, I feel like I that had- really explains a lot. Fun fact, I had an entire month where all I consumed was Watership Down content. Thank you. Oh, that was a long time ago. That I was 16. But Oh, um, I thought you meant like recently. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a long time ago. So when they brought it up, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's like such a callback. Blast from the past. <laughs> but I hate it. I hate but- that he fucking loves that book. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so I just want to move a little bit forward. So eventually, spoiler alert, they do get to the camp or the safe haven. And it's, you know, that guy who would save kids and all that. His name's Clancy. Mm -hmm. Great. And so another thing that I wanted to bring up about Chubbs as a character is that I do appreciate that it was realistic, how he reacted to being in this camp because Clancy was kind of like the main guy, right? And it's kind of very like culty because like no one can do things without Clancy like telling them like, oh, this is the role you're going to have. So like he would be like, you can only wash the dishes or you can only do cut the grass or I don't know, like random shit. And yeah. so Chubbs was like the first one to be like, um red flag (laughs) like something is wrong here and the fact that nobody else is bringing it up is really rubbing me the wrong way guys come on and um i i did appreciate that but damn do you remember that moment when he really wanted ruby to ask clancy for his laptop and she kind of was like i don't know like i forgot why she didn't ask him but she was busy you know and he was like he literally told her just because your parents didn't want you doesn't mean that the rest of ours don't. I was like, damn, like, where did this come from? Chubbs! Literally, I was like, I had to put my that. book down. I was like, damn, that it burned me. That. Oh, my God. But yeah, his character is just very, he's very, um, he's a lot, very strong. He should have been a fire, a fire guy. If he, well, maybe he is actually, I don't even know what he is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a little worried when you skipped over to the last safe haven part, because that's the last part of the book. I thought we were going to go this whole podcast episode without talking about our boy Liam. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, we're like 44 we minutes talking about Chubbs. <laughs> what about we Liam? About you literally are the one that went through this whole tangent about how much you love Chubbs. And so I wanted to give my input about Chubbs. No, no. And now you're making me feel bad about not bringing up Liam. I just, I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, Ruby, Zoo, Chubbs, uh, and Clancy. (laughs) (laughs) Just freaking cut Liam out. So, Liam. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's talk about Liam. Okay, you start. Um, Hate the name. I fucking knew it. I knew it. Why do you always have problems with these people's names? It's just because that's like my first impression. Like I think about if I'm going to go out in the world and be like, I fucking love Liam. And people are going to think I'm like a five sauce fan. Because isn't that like... 
<laughs> what are what the about guys Liam, in the band? What about Liam Hemsworth? Okay, you know what? I take that back. I'm okay with it because I actually like Liam. But <laughs> but Liam in the book, he is kind of the main guy with like this little party. Like he is the one who says what they're gonna do, how they're gonna do oh it. Oh my god. Wait, I'm sorry. What I love about Liam yeah. is the fact that he's so overprotective over Suzumi. Mm-hmm. And it's like the cutest thing ever because it, you know, it kind of, well, I mean, it threw me off. I don't know if it threw you off, but I was like, oh my God, he's giving me such like big brother vibes to her because Suzumi, like yeah. I mentioned, doesn't really speak. And you can tell because she came from a camp as well. So you can tell that she's been through, she's been through a lot. And so he's very much like doting and overprotective and just constantly worried about her. So like Shelly said, he is very much like the main guy. But I also Mm -hmm. love that he also provides like kind of like a like a comfort, I guess. And he's like, I think he sells himself short because Mm -hmm. he's so much for all of them. I remind me if I'm wrong or correct me if I'm wrong, but. Chubbs, like you said, is very skeptical, and he had something that he was going to write down just in case they didn't make it. But at the end, it's yeah. revealed that Chubbs never wrote anything because he believed in Liam so much. <laughs> yeah, and he he really thought that they were going to make it, and it's Sorry, so sad bitch. because it's really sad because Chubbs went. They got into a fight, him and Liam. So he made it seem like well, he he was kind of telling him like. No, like, I knew you would run this team to the ground. Like, I knew you wouldn't, like, you know, pretty much get us to the wherever they wanted to go or whatever. And so they had gone into a fight. And so once Liam realized, like, oh, Chubbs never wrote anything down, he was like, oh, my God, he really had faith in me this entire time. Yeah, I love Liam so much. I thought mm. he was such a sweet character and his his like blooming relationship I guess with Ruby is so sweet. I think it's sweet. And it makes it me is sweet. sad. It makes I, me I, sad because like um I I don't I'm <laughs> I don't know anything about the other books or I've never spoiled myself for anything. I don't uh-huh. think she's going to end up with him and that makes me sad. With Liam? Yeah. What? Really? I don't think she is. <laughs> she has to. What do you mean? He's so good, but like, I oh, don't he's know. he's too good for her? Is that what you're no! saying right now? No, they're perfect for each other. He's so sweet to her. He even said that thing because um, her biggest fear was accidentally making him forget her. So there's this point where she reveals like hey the reason my parents don't want me anymore is because they don't even know who i am because Mm -hmm. i caused that and he basically tells her like no matter what happens i'll never forget you and And he's a fucking liar (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i i also really loved liam i thought he was the glue that kept me in this book, pretty much. And I really liked his moments with Ruby as well. I thought it was so cute. Like, even, like, the little things when he, like, gave her his socks and yeah. she was having a fucking meltdown in the bathroom. And he was like, 
hey girl, brought you some socks. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. And I just thought it was cute how, I don't know, even his humor was funny because uh, there's a part where they're, I think they're about to kiss and Ruby panics. And so she like touches, well, they like touch each other. Like, you know, she kind of yeah. like t- brushes against his arm or something. And she like zaps his like memory, but it was his memory from like five seconds ago. You know, like it's like it's like that current memory. And she like falls or something, and he's like, "Oh my god, damn, your head is heavy." <laughs> he, tried to, he tried to like like save her, but she ended up falling. <laughs> and but he couldn't remember what happened, so he was like, "Wait, what? I just tried to." grab you but you ended up falling anyway like what happened oh my god so i just thought that he he was really great and i just love how much he cares for for his team so yeah I, i i agree he's a great character i kind of thought that his whole thing with lady jane i know it was like a good chunk of the book i thought that was gonna be a bigger thing than it was because that last fight felt very anticlimactic Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, the ending kind of felt anticlimactic to me because of how it played out, pretty much. Well, um, why don't we talk about that then? Because they get to the safe haven, and they meet Clancy, who's the one who's protecting all these kids and created mm-hmm. the safe haven. But it's like a weird mm-hmm. thing, because he's also the son of the president of the United oh, States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that detail. Yeah, and so, like... Um, and the president is the one who created these camps. Like, he's the one who's been like, you know, if your kids are displaying these kind of behaviors, then you know what? Send them my way. And Clancy was kind of like a spokesperson for all those government camps. But they figured out that he wasn't actually sick. So they were going to kill him. And he was like, nah. And he started his own little haven. Sanctuary, I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. And but. so he is, he's also an orange. And mm-hmm. so him and Ruby kind of connect together because Ruby finally feels like, oh my God, he's this great person. Maybe he can show me how to control my, my abilities, my powers. Cause she's obviously still terrified of touching people. And, and so Clancy starts off to like, he starts off as a great guy. Like, everyone sees him as a great person. And he's so mm-hmm. big on, like, no, there's no colors here. It's only black. <laughs> We're all the same color. Yeah. And then, like, when it gets to her talking about, like, I need to go find Liam. It's like, well, why do you want to be with him? He's a fucking blue, right? I know. So- <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I thought colors didn't matter. And he's like, well, now it fucking does because he's a blue. And he's also a he bitch. Thank you. He doesn't understand you like I do. You know what? That's very orange of you to say. It's like he just completely turns. Yeah, but it, it's crazy how his character turned. I don't know, because you start to realize, right, that it's very much a cult, like the the whole mindset of, okay, here's this main guy, and he's the one who gives the orders of who gets to leave, who gets to come in, where everyone's at. Like, you know, Suzumi gets to leave because he grants her and her friends permission to. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this like really eerie thing. And he's supposedly helping 
Ruby with her powers, but he's also kind of taking advantage of her because she obviously can't, mm, I guess, put up a shield that that well. And so there's times where he'll get into her head and she'll start thinking like, that she actually wants certain things to happen because I believe he like kisses her and he, mm-hmm. she in her head, she's like, Oh my God, I want this. But she knows that it's not really her who's like thinking that it's actually him who's manipulating her thoughts mm-hmm. to believe like, Oh, like this is actually what she wants. But then yeah. immediately she's like, No, wait, Liam though. Wait, I like Liam. Mm-hmm. And that's how it kind of like she snaps out of it. And it was really sad because after that moment, I think she runs into Liam. Like, so she like leaves Clancy's yeah. area and she runs into Liam and they kiss, right? Like they yes. kiss and then he starts to like feel or and see like what she experienced with Clancy. And he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like what and just immediately, happened? Yeah. Immediately. He's like, we got to go. Like we we're yeah. out of here. Right. And yeah. then they go find Chubbs and they're like getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. So pretty much at the end, um, who who do don't they run into Lady Jane at the end? Like, isn't she like the big problem? Is she? I don't remember if it's her. I remember. Okay, so they're still in the safe haven, and doesn't the safe haven get attacked? Yes, it does. I feel like it gets attacked, and then something. Oh, Liam is like dying or something, and she's just like, oh my god. Everything is going wrong, and I forgot why, but pretty much, long story short, long story short, she pretty much clicks on the panic button, because she's like, I need help, I need to help my friends, because I think Chubbs is really hurt, too, yeah. and we're going to butcher this, okay? Go read it, if you if it really matters to you. <laughs> if the details matter to you, go read it. But, um, so, the lady who took her, what is her name? She's kind of important, right? Lizzie? Is it Lizzie? I don't remember. So the Lizzie, um, the one who got her out of Thurman, so she pretty much shows up with her, you know, people, and she wants to pretty much make a weapon out of both Liam and Ruby. Oh, Kate. Is it Kate? Oh, it's probably Kate, yeah. Okay, Kate then. Kate is the one who saved her from Thurman and is, you know, here now. And so she takes them all to, like, her safe area. And My safe haven, 2.0. <laughs> the real safe haven. <laughs> <laughs> and so she takes them there. And I believe, I don't know if it's revealed by her or if it's, like, obvious that she wants to use Ruby for her powers as well as Liam. Because Liam, you know, he's telekinetic kind of cool i guess and Mm -hmm. so ruby kind of strikes up a deal with kate where it's like okay you know what i'll do whatever you ask me to do but in exchange you have to let liam go and she knows that liam will not leave because he you know that's just not the kind of guy that he is yeah and so uh she has a moment with liam where they're kind of like they're they're kind of having like this like really cute moment together where they're kind of like reminiscing on what could happen between them. Yeah. Or and then they kiss and as they kiss she's like plucking out her memories from him. Mm-hmm. So when she like pulls away from him obviously he's like um mm, 
where am I? <laughs> and so um, pretty much he leaves because he's trying to find his friends. So both Chubbs and Suzumi. I don't know where Chubbs is at. I, I forgot, but I know he's he got not really there. Hurt. He got really yeah, hurt. Yeah, he did. So he, he's out. he did get really hurt, but I can't remember where he's at. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so pretty much that's how the first book ends. She is going to stay with the Children of Doom or whatever they're called. Which is Clancy's thing, right? No, it's the other, it's Kate's. I don't even know. See, that's my question. It's like it feels like they're the same thing. I don't know. It kind of feels if, like they're the If it is the same thing, why do you click the panic button if it's right there? You could just go talk to Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's probably not the same thing. Because I remember at the end, like Clancy had literally booked it. He was like yeah, he Peace. didn't help at all. This whole place can burn down to the ground. I don't mm-hmm. care. So he leaves everyone to pretty much die. Yep. Damn. You know, I completely forgot that part with Liam at the end that he forgot. <laughs> you forgot that? How do you forget yeah. that? She plucked my memories too, I guess. <laughs> she kissed me know. too. <laughs> I don't know. This book was a lot. <laughs> I just... I just want to say, can I just say something really quickly? Yes, go ahead. I remember this movie trailer. I remember this movie trailer playing when I went to go watch something else. I can't remember what it was. And I thought to myself, oh my God, the movie looks really cool. You know, it's interesting. And plus the Ruby is played by Amanda. Uh, What's her her last name? Hold on. Amanda Stenberg, I think is her last name. And love her. Great actress. And so I was really interested in seeing it, but literally I never heard about this movie ever again. So it literally left my brain. And in the movie trailer, it literally shows you that she's erasing herself from his memory. I mean, you don't know what's happening, but she's getting Thanos. So it's like, I know what's (laughs) happening. (laughs) So even in the movie poster, she's like, she's like, half dust so i'm like before i even got to the ending of the book i was like oh i already know she's gonna erase herself from his memory like i just know it like it's so predictable and um my my biggest issue with that is how was she able to control it that time like she wasn't able to control it any other time but that time she was well she said to herself that like it's at times when she can focus that she can do it well. But yeah, it never showed any training, she, like proper training. But she had never, yeah, but she had never tried to erase herself from someone's memory, like on her own, at least not that I remember. No, she didn't. At, from the times that she did erase herself, like when she erased her, herself from her parents' memories, uh, it, it happened very quickly. It was like a zap. And mm. when she did it with Samantha, I think it was also very quickly. I don't really remember that part, but I don't know. Like, I just thought it was very weird that that one time it was it was slow and, you know, that that's what she had intended to happen and it happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, do, do you have any other likes or dislikes to say? Because I'm kind of ready for overall. Okay, let me think. Hold on. Um, 
I do want to say that I feel like I I do really like these types of stories. Like I, I'm down for like the dystopian worlds, and I I was very interested and excited to get into a dystopian world. And I also love. You already know this. I love like when characters have powers like these. Yep. So I thought it was really cool that they were separated between types of powers. I don't know why they would be orange, though. Whatever. Details. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish we would have seen more of like the oranges and the reds, mainly the reds. That feels like a I, second book thing, though. Like it'll get more oh, yeah, into no. that. No, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But still. Yeah, because you want it now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm actually very impatient. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm very impatient. Um, question. Okay. And this is just like you and me having okay. a little discourse. So the podcast discourse. is here. This is just us. Okay, we'll mute. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, mute. So if, she, if, okay, if Ruby erased herself from her parents' memories, does that mean that all of the photos are erased too? No, because she said it was all still there, but they couldn't connect it. Like, they logically can't make that connection. But I feel like if you know that this world is full of magical babies, then wouldn't the parents just use, like, their common sense and think, oh, maybe my child is cursed. But I mean... Or, Or gifted. I mean, she can't take away pictures. She's not a wizard. It's not that type of story. Damn, I, I wish know, she was. Because she did say all of her stuff was still there. But Which the is parents weird wouldn't to make me. the connection. Because her parents obviously don't, like, they don't care about her because they don't, you know, they don't see her as their daughter. Yeah. But then why would you keep all of the evidence that she is your daughter? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it, it, I hate that this was like the buildup. Like, oh, you know, I can never tell them what I did to my parents. It wasn't oh that bad. There's- Dude, that's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> like the whole time when she was like too nervous to tell them what she did. I was like, damn, does she she like tortured her parents like or unexpectedly. Like them. she like, yeah. or murdered them like mentally. Like I'm not sure. Like I was expecting like something really bad and for her to just say like oh yeah i just erased myself from their memories that's not that my bad my mom forgot like, the pancakes a... can you believe it on my birthday that oh bitch my God, that's that's evil <laughs> that's pretty evil it's true yeah I but yeah think that I, was I don't a know huge thing maybe it's be- sorry maybe it's because we're older <laughs> maybe if we were younger we would be like yeah that's like the worst thing ever oh my god i don't know because even now like you know, she's so she's deemed as so important for being an orange. But I thought her her power was kind of lame. Like I, uh, I guess it's because we what, haven't get, seen how getting she into could people's use brains. My, yeah, I don't know because she didn't really use it for anything. I guess that's why I didn't like it. The only yeah, time no, that I, she really I, used I it was against Lady Jane, and then she was just like, "Go to the forest, sit down, and." Don't drink water, bitch. And even if you're hungry, starve, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, when that happened, I was like, damn, she's brutal. <laughs> but that was the only time that we saw her like that. Ever. 
Yeah, and then she got, like, depleted, like, right after. She was, like, tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad you, you feel the same way, though, because I, I was like, I don't know if I'm heartless or if I'm just like, damn, this could be worse. She could have done something way worse. Were you okay with the writing style? I was all right with it. I don't know, because I kind of try to think like, okay, I'm not necessarily the target audience, right? I I didn't really have much thoughts. I didn't love it, though. I didn't love the writing style. I know that reading it, like the whole time, like e- not even counting my overall thoughts, I could put this book and have my kids read it and they would love it. That's you like, that's so? the writing style. It's that at that point, like fifth grade, sixth grade. Because mm. it was a super yeah. easy read. It was. I told you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> I, I tried to warn you. Mm hmm. Okay, so I feel like we've talked about this story enough. This was our second, you know, Alexander Bracken book. And yeah. just a reminder, Lore, Lore was like it. one of our 2021 faves. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hated. We, we hated that book so much. Like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah, it was it was bad. It was so bad. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but saying that. What are your overall thoughts of The Darkest Minds? So I know that I'm not the target audience, but I uh, I feel so bad. So I didn't love this book. I thought that I think what really swayed my decision was, first of all, what she did to her parents, which I don't really think was that bad. Mm-hmm. Um Secondly, was the fact that most of it was in the van, which I mean, van life, it's very big now. So, <laughs> ahead of it, ahead of its time, honestly. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, and thirdly, was the ending. I have this thing where I do love, I do love like heartbreaking endings. Yeah. But to me, this kind of felt like, okay, how. I don't know. I can't get past the fact that she was finally able to control her power when she really needed it. I I just wish that I would have seen more of a progression of her trying to erase. It would have been so cool if she had erased their memories from Lady Jane's brain. Like, that should have been the first time that she tried to. And maybe it wouldn't have been perfect, but I yeah. think that should have been, like, the first intro of her trying to, you know do something that in the way that she wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't love the writing style, but I don't know. I also didn't really think much of it at the same time. Yeah. I think <laughs> I would give this book. And when I say this, I it's because I don't want to discourage like anyone who's younger from reading this because I feel like I feel like if I was younger like in junior high freshman maybe I feel like I would be down you know like I think I would be down but honestly at my age right now and the fact that I didn't love the parts that I said I would give it a 2.5 2.3 so more leaning towards two than three yeah yeah more leaning towards two you know what? <laughs> I can't even argue with you. 
Why would uh, you? We don't, we don't even argue. Cut to us arguing. I know. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, it keeps the it keeps the relationship alive. <laughs> I just I I agree with you when it comes to YA. I am very open minded, and I'm also like. I don't really mind writing styles when it's written for younger audiences because that's all I read at work. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, when I read it, I'm like, oh, I could recommend this to someone. And I read this mm-hmm. one and I already know like who I could recommend it to, who would enjoy it. That that's being cute, said, <laughs> that, that being said, um, definitely wasn't for me. I, yeah, no, I same. I don't mind dystopian books i've realized that i don't really search for those types of books Mm -hmm. um but i don't mind it i guess what bothered me was that they were in this dystopian place you would think that this whole book would be filled with like constant tension i mean they were constantly on the run from lady jane which by the way that's a dumb fucking name (laughs) (laughs) you would think there would be like tension of like no sleep or like the constant fear of being caught. And I guess that was the whole point of like the van life, but it Mm -hmm. didn't feel like that at all. And I got super bored of this book really, really early on. I was like, Uh we got to finish it. I think I dropped off uh, around the point. Do you remember the point where um, Zoo had a, she had a nightmare and Liam was oh like, my okay. god that was pretty early on yeah, yeah, yeah i do remember yeah that. i love that scene by the way but mm-hmm. after that i was like i don't fucking care about this <laughs> at all <laughs> i i did like chubs but you know what i don't like him enough to defend his favorite book being watership <laughs> down because no one's favorite book is watership down not um, even the author's <laughs> uh, i don't know i I went in with an open mind, but I just don't think that this story was executed well. I don't really Mm -hmm. mind the ending, like her making him forget, but there was Mm -hmm. no lead up to that. And yeah, I'm I I feel like Clancy's going to come back and he's going to be like, wait, but what if it's me, babe? You know, I feel it. I feel it. It's not, though. I don't. There's no way this is going to be a love triangle. And if it is, I'm going to be pissed. I feel like it is. I feel like it is because. I don't know. This book was written in 2012. You're going to tell me that Alexander Brecken was like, oh, the girlies are going to love the morally great character. He's not even morally great. He's just. I don't even know. Wait, wait, what is it? Black? <laughs> is it no, white? it's gray. It's gray. It's gray. No, because he's li- he literally took advantage of her. I know, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. And I don't want it because I fucking love Liam. But I, I am okay with never figuring out what happens. <laughs> You know, I'm going to leave this book where it's at. I'm going to go back to the library and I'm going to make them apologize to me for <laughs> allowing me <laughs> allowing me to read this because I didn't want to. I'm going to give this book a one out of five. <laughs> I really didn't like this book. Wow. You know what? 
You almost had me because I was like, we should really love Chubbs. Damn. I fucking love <laughs> Chubbs. He was the best part of the whole book. No, he wasn't. He was annoying. I just liked, you know, I'm not defending Watership Down, <laughs> but I just right, liked right. the idea of that book paralleling like the story, I guess, with the whole like, it's okay if one doesn't make it as long as everyone else is okay. Because mm-hmm. she she basically killed herself by like writing herself out of these people's lives. Like she just got That's rid of true. herself. So I, I kind I mean, of get that. But I don't know. And I normally do love like sacrifices like this. I just I would have loved it had there been a build up to it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I feel no, bad. I, I understand. I, am I being too rough? I don't no, know. I don't, I'm over here giving it a one and you're like two point five. <laughs> no, because I feel like I feel like the ending itself wasn't bad. I just wish that there would have been a buildup of her, like, actually being able to control her powers. Because she was practicing with Clancy. But and I didn't I, feel like... Because he made fun of her. He was like, you're never going to be able to control your powers, you dumb bitch. I, I really <laughs> felt like, oh, wow, she really can't control her powers. <laughs> it's justified, though, because there's nothing wrong with wanting a buildup. And I feel like just because it's a YA, it doesn't excuse being badly written. <laughs> You know, okay. sorry. Okay, you got, you got me there. I don't know. Because it's also like everything that she did was so accidental. How is it that this one major thing was on like with purpose? Like, you know, like that she actually yeah. wanted it to happen. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. Like, even if it's YA, it doesn't mean that we need to baby the story. It wasn't for me and it wasn't for you either. But actually, you know what would have made it better? What? If the whole thing that had happened with her parents... If she purposely manipulated their minds. Oh, that would be so good. That would be And so had done juicy. something like super fucked up. And that was what was scary. That's what I wanted. And then because, you know, she was young when it happened. Yeah. So, I mean, can you know, can you really fault her that much? She didn't really understand what she was doing. Um, And it's funny because I don't know if you remember but there's this bookstore that Charlie and I go to every now and then, every oh, Friday. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I actually saw the book series there like months ago. And mm-hmm. I I had remembered us talking about The Darkest Minds and saying how it's like Shatter Me and so on and so forth. And I saw the whole series and I was you like, you know it. what? I'm not. I did. I told you. I showed you a picture. I bought the whole series because I was like, well, they were cheap, first of all. They were very, very cheap. Okay, yeah, of course. I was course. like, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm very curious to see if it is like Shatter Me. And yeah, I bought the whole series. So I have all of them. Wait, all are you going to continue reading? Um, I might just because I want to know where this is going. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I'll support you from the sidelines. Just tell no, me no, when I Chubbs mean, comes up. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, first of all, I'm not in a rush. And um, I probably will skim most of it. And I I don't really want us to do it for the podcast. I just want to do it just for me. So I for can you. just be like, okay, close mm. that chapter of my life. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not in a rush. And I feel like this book series is definitely a book series that I'm going to like 
donate <laughs> once we do <laughs> once we go like little library uh hunting or whatever Ooh, yeah. this is this is one of the book series that i'm gonna like let go and i'll i'll hold your hand when you do it it's, it's gonna be a very Aww. emotional very emotional Thanks. thing you're the best <laughs> i think we're done oh yes oh yes we are uh. done Thank you for everyone who is listening to us in podcast form, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere you get your podcasts on. If you can leave a review and a rating of five stars, that would be amazing. That really helps. That would be so sweet. I don't know. Like, I love seeing uh, the ratings that we have gotten, and I feel like it definitely motivates us to, you know, just keep it going, keep trudging along. (laughs) And um, it's just nice to see, like, some feedback based Mm. on, like, these episodes that we make. And if you can please tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, hated ones about us. Your your rivals. mm, (laughs) Your rivals turn lovers we'll talk about it later oh my god <laughs> your rival turned lovers turn rival turned friend turned strangers oh my god this turned into a tragedy more at 11 but <laughs> if you can please talk about us with your um known ones <laughs> because the best type of exposure is through word of mouth if you are listening to us on YouTube, thank you so much. Um, if you can like, I don't comment. know how well this is going to do on YouTube because it is only audio based. But hey, I if mean, you're watching, I, I watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube. So if you can, I don't like, comment, <laughs> subscribe, and just tell us how you feel about this book because I know it's a cult classic. But I know sometimes things that we used to like as kids don't age well, and I'm here to talk to you about it. So. <laughs> Mm -hmm. If you want to talk in the comments, that would be amazing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. And we are Uh, trying to be more active on social media. Uh, We do have an Instagram. We're not very active on there as of right now, but I'm trying. Uh, It's under the Book Fix Pod. So T-H-E-B-O-O-K-P-O-D. And we're mainly active on TikTok. So you can follow us there under the Book Fix T-H-E-B-O-O-K-F-I-X. Yes. Usually at the end of episodes, we roll a dice. Mm -hmm. And if it lands on a odd number, we are going to read a negative review off of Goodreads. But if it lands on an even number, we read a positive review off of Goodreads. These reviews, we just read them and just leave them be because we are not connected to them at all. Um, But... It is nice and to end our episodes this way. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it's uh, not connected to us. And it's just by chance, right? Whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see what other people think. <laughs> Some of these uh, reviews are very unhinged. Do you want to roll the dice and I will read the review? Yes. So I have an app for dice. All right. We... We got a three. Three is an odd, so we're going to read a negative review. Did you see the ratings? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so this has an average rating of a 4.16 out of five, which is I really know, high I up s- there. <laughs> I know. I was like, am I the problem? Is it <laughs> me? What am I doing wrong? I mean, it was a nominee for the best young adult fantasy and science fiction book of 2013. 
You know what? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so let's go ahead and read a negative review. Yes, let's. Hold my hand. Okay. This was written by Hilly, who gave it a one star. DNF'd 48%. 1.5 stars. I already wanted to DNF this book when I was one third in, but I pushed through because one, I wanted to go to the cinemas to watch the movie. Two, I've been wanting to read this book for a long, long time. And three, everyone seems to love the series, so there had to be something really good that I actually wasn't picking up, I guess. But as you can mm-hmm. see, pushing till halfway through as some kind of friend suggested on my status some days ago was pointless, and I'm so sad that I did not enjoy this book. I know that if I'd picked it up in 2014, I would have loved it as much as I loved Divergent at the time. Now it's just too late to enjoy these books because I have standards. The thing that bugged me the most was the writing style. Dialogues are okay, but action scenes are painful to read. Paradoxically, they're extremely descriptive and slow, and they read as if they are portrayed in slow motion. Ruby's thoughts are exposed in that way most of the time, too. I also feel like the entire book is just a long and tedious road trip. I don't exactly enjoy reading road trips, but since this is a dystopian and not a contemporary, I was expecting something with more action, you know? Or at least a book where something happens. Not a weirdly episodic journey in a van with useless stops in between. Lastly, there's not much explanation of how some things work in this world. For example, what the fuck do the different colors for the powers exactly mean? Sometimes we are not explicitly told what is going on, and that drove me nuts. Will I watch the movie? The trailer didn't look that great, but maybe. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I wonder if she watched it. (laughs) Let us know, Hilly. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you... Next In week. the next one. Bye. Bye. Next week, Thursday. I don't know what where I am. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to go on a road trip? <laughs> you know what? I've been thinking we need to take this podcast on a van. <laughs> oh my gosh. How does that even work? I feel like I, no, I can never do the van life. Can I need. You I require. I have no, I require space. I require a lot of space. All right, so are we doing it or what? Um, I'm already in my car. <laughs> All right. I've been no, waiting, I'll be right actually. Uh, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. <laughs>